This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello and welcome to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If you're new to the show, welcome. We love having frank discussions and we're all geared up to have one today about debt. If you are new, please feel free as you listen to the show, there may be questions that pop up in your head. One of the challenging things about when you're talking about money and finances is there's the advice and you say, that sounds great, but how does that apply to me? And so definitely feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 if you have a question. And I also encourage you to visit our website, www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. While you're there, you can take a look at all the different things we do, see what we look like, and just kind of get a feel for things. So, you know, this show is all about giving you good questions to think about because I can't give you every answer, and I certainly can't give an answer that's going to be specific for you. But what I can do is get your brain thinking about what questions you should be asking. So that's what we're going to get into today. But before I jump in, I want to touch base with my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I am doing great. I just want to point out to our viewers who watch the show on YouTube and uh, the StreamYard video in the intro that shows a hand turning up a radio volume. And uh, I want to let our listeners know that's my hand. I'm turning up the volume because I always like it loud. No, I'm kidding. Your best uh, feature, that's, right? <laughs> that's a, should have been a hand model. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, if my voice ever wears out, you know, no, I'm kidding. But tackling debt, making sure that we uh, manage our debt. And I think more than people always say how to pay down debt. Well, you need to uh, learn how to manage debt and pay it down. Right. So eager to hear what you have to say on this topic. I think it's going to be a good one. But I've been great, Tara. Thanks for having me on the show once again. It's good to see. You. It's great to have you back. I do miss Chris, too, though. He's still there in the back background, pulling the ropes and uh, running things right behind the scenes. Oh, he is. I, he was just under the desk a minute ago, plugging things in. <laughs> That's right. Making sure all the <laughs> equipment's hooked up for the show. I love it. He's a helper. Uh, he's great. So we had fun doing the show while you were over in Europe, saving the country, saving the world. And I know that's what you do. You're a financial advisor, but then part-time on the side, you like to be a world saver. I know that. That's good. Well, you know, I do I do enjoy that part of life. And there's so many interesting things to do and just not enough time to do everything all the time. That's right. And I know you would if you could. You want to do everything. You're like my daughter, Allison. She wants to try everything and get so many things done, but there's not enough time. But today we are going to take some time to talk about debt. And I think debt reduction is a goal for a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people may have made a New Year's resolution to pay down their debt or get out of credit card debt or get completely out of debt. Some people think that they need to do that or may need to do that. So hopefully some of our listeners will find this episode informative and helpful in this area. What do you have for us? Well, I just wanted to kind of start out, Tony. I was just thinking about a few things while we were, we were getting started is um, my grandfather. 
I remember him talking to me about, you know, when he was raising his young family, credit cards weren't a thing. And he had been a CPA and an accountant in his life. And he's like, you know, I had nine kids. That would have been really life changing for me to be able to have a credit card. That's right. And it's, I was talking also when I was in Europe, I was having a conversation and I think there's still a difference stereotyping here, but in America, you know, we have access to banks and credit and people buy their own homes and it's much more, we're much more comfortable because we have access to credit where in Europe, it's still much more of a mentality of you, you buy something and you pay it off and you don't like you save up before you buy your car. Like you don't just go get a loan and buy a car. And so it's kind right. of a different mentality. But here's the interesting thing about it, Tony, is is leverage. And in real estate, we talk about the concept of other people's money. This is what allows people to build wealth. And this is one of the things that's really amazing about America is this concept of leverage. And I talk about it a lot with my clients of having your money do more than one job. You know, yeah. think about it like money that's in a bank account. It has one job. It's just there to be available. You know, don't, you don't really earn much interest or do anything with something in a bank versus like, let's talk about your 401k that you have with work. A couple jobs, right? It's growing. It's also in a tax advantaged account, either a traditional or a Roth 401k. And you get some tax benefits. So it's got more than one job. You know, we talk about insurance. Insurance gives you you know, death benefit for your, for your family. If you have cash value, the money grows tax-free. It allows you to um, be able to borrow and save money and you can actually use insurance to help be leveraged while you get a loan for something else. So place where you put your money has more than one job. Real estate's one of those places where That's you put true. your money to a rental property, you might be able to earn rental income, you get tax deductions. So anyway, this whole idea of leverage, it, it's a good thing, but we're going to talk today, Tony, about debt. Debt happens and there's good debt and bad debt, but what ha we're going to really focus on today is bad debt because bad debt is when it's growing beyond your ability to keep up with it and it makes you feel ooky in your belly. That's bad debt. Yes. That's really bad debt. And, you know, I think at one point in time in our lives, uh, most Americans have probably been there. Uh, if they're not currently there, they've been there. They've had the bad debt. And a lot of our listeners out there may have bad debt. I think bad debt is pretty common in this country. And it really, if you could get rid of it, it would be like a burden lifted. But so many people can't or they get, you know, underwater with their finances. They, well, you they can you can attest to this with your kids that are just, you know, college age. When did they start getting their own credit card applications in the mail? Yeah, well, my daughter, literally before she turned 18, she started getting them in the mail. She was a senior in high school. And so you get something like that in the mail, especially when you're a kid and you're not fully formed in your thinking. You're like, well, it must be okay. They wouldn't offer it to me if it wasn't okay. Yeah, I think when they turn 18, that's when they start coming in. And, and so there's, there's a reason I want people that are listening to stop with the shame spiral. Don't, don't, don't even yep. mess with that. What we're going to do is get into some solutions. How Good. do you get, if you're there, don't worry, you're not alone, but let's talk about how do you get out of it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I, I, like you said, a large amount of debt can be really stressful. I mean, especially if, especially for those that are nearing retirement or if you're older, but thankfully there's financial services professionals to help with this, right? There is. And I, just to put some context around this, I found this was a data point that was interesting and it came from a U.S. News and World Report article and it's from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York Center for Microeconomic Data. Now that's a mouthful. Wow. But what they found was that total household debt 
in the first quarter of 2022 went up $266 billion. And so what that means is America's collective debt load is about $15.84 trillion. That's crazy. That's with a T. And then the article also adds that credit card balances were also $71 billion larger than just last year. Oh, So this is a conversation worth having. Yeah, those are eye-opening stats, right? I mean, obviously, but what does it say or what do you want to talk about regarding debt for individuals, for our our individual listeners or Americans out there? So I want to do just a a little bit of thumbnail math, just so you can kind of get a sense of where you're sitting. So, you know, ideally, you want your debt to income ratio to be 30%. So what that really means is let's just say you make $100,000 to keep the math simple. Ideally, you want to make sure that you're only using $30,000 to pay off debt. So this means like when you add up your mortgage, your car loans, your credit cards, you know, anything that you're paying for that's a repeat um, balance, all of those payments that you make shouldn't be ideally no more than 30% of all the money that you're making. Wow. And that's a pretty comfortable place to be. Sure. So it's a worthwhile thing because when you sit down and look at your budget, a lot of people are inching a lot closer to that 50%. Yikes. And, you know, I remember when I was a young lieutenant shopping for my first home, I, I, I couldn't find a safe place to live that wasn't almost 50% of my budget at that time just for a rental. Yeah, that's see, then that's where people get into trouble. And that's where things can get tough. Now, as a financial professional, obviously, you help people with this with debt issues, right? Exactly. Any good financial plan, you can have a great investment strategy, but you can't execute it if you have crushing debt. Yeah. And so, you know, we sit down with people and here's the thing, here's the secret out there, Tony, is I've met people with six and seven figure incomes and they have debt problems. So it's really not like people think, well, if I was just rich or I made a lot of money, I would be fine. And it's just not that simple. No, it's actually more of a mentality and a um, behavioral issue. So it doesn't matter how much or how little you have. If you don't change your behavior, it's a behavioral issue when it comes to uh, debt for a lot of people. But we're not again, we're not here to look at the uh, negative side of it or shame anyone, because like I said, at one point in time, most people deal with this issue. Um, But what are now what are some steps, though, that we can take? Well, you know, the first thing, and this is, it's always the hardest step with anything that you're doing with money is getting your arms around the problem. And so I don't care if you like pen and paper, if you want to do an Excel spreadsheet on your computer, the very first best step is that you just get it all down. You would go, okay, here's where I'm spending all my money. And, you know, for most of us, it's using our credit card statements is a great place. You can pull out and see where you're spending most of your money. At this point in my life, I pay off my credit card statements every month, but I like the convenience of having everything on my credit card because it gives me that record. So step one is you just have to get it all down on paper. And sometimes for a lot of people, it's a little eye opening to go, holy man, I didn't know I was spending that much money on coffee. <laughs> Or, or how many subscriptions to uh, cable TV do I have? Or, and again, it's okay if it's intentional, but it's, it's the things that catch you off guard that you didn't even know that you were spending. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, sorry about that. I, uh, I think that it's really important uh, if you having a budget, I know people don't like the B word, but you need to know where your money's going. Uh, that's a good point. 
So the first thing is you want to just know where it's going. And then the yeah. second thing, then then once you have that data, because it's nice before we start getting into the solutions, we need to know where you are and have some data. Because if you're just going off of, well, I feel like I don't spend that much money, that may or may not be true. So once yeah. you kind of know where you're spending it, then you can kind of go, okay, the first thing is, okay, wow, if I'm getting close to like the 50% debt to income ratio, this may be the first thing that you want to look at is this might be the time to even consider something like bankruptcy. And I can tell you when I was a brand new captain, I actually had to help my dad file bankruptcy because he just, he was not good with money. And he had these, Tony, it was insane. You know, that was, you know, 30 years ago, but he had these credit cards that were like 26% interest. And he got a car loan and I don't know how they let him walk off the lot where he was paying 28% interest. So it was just criminal, right? Just, he wasn't good with money and all someone had to do was be nice to him. And I'm like, those people are not your friends. (laughs) No, they are not. (laughs) What are you doing? But anyway, so the good news though is bankruptcy is actually something that's a tool that's available if you've just really gotten backed into a corner. And that's where to do that, you're probably going to, I would recommend that you find a bankruptcy attorney to help you navigate that. So that's kind of like the, okay, I am in a corner and we got to take drastic action. So that's one of the starting spots. Yeah. The next step, go ahead. No, I was just agreeing. That's, that's huge, obviously. And, and yeah, some people just say, oh, I can apply for this credit card or, oh, they'll give me a car loan, but you have to really pay attention and, uh, you got to watch out. Interest is a killer. It's really about the interest. And so then the next thing we talk about is um, you've really got to understand when you look at your debt, how did you get there? That really matters. Like, did you go into debt because you had like a medical emergency or someone in your family had a medical emergency? And it was one of those. Yeah, I'm going to pay for this. And because it's very easy to rack up bills that way or did you rack up your credit card debt because you were buying things for the kids and buying things for the grandkids and, Oh, I'm just going to do this and I'm just going to do that. And all of a sudden you have a lot because those are two different scenarios because one of them was really, your hands were kind of tied. Like you're going to take care of medical bills. The other situation is where you have some control, but then this is where I want to be kind and you have to be honest with yourself is some people are really good at sticking to a budget and, and managing their money. And Tony, some of us are more free spirits. It's true. Yeah. And, and I don't want to crush any free spirits, but you just need to understand where you are. But if you've gotten into debt because you just kind of, you, you spend emotionally. Yeah. And, um, you need to get that part of your psyche under control because I, we can give you uh, strategies to pay off your debt, but guess what? You're going to keep ending up in this cycle again and again. Yeah. It's behavioral and, um, and uh, you know, you need to break the pattern uh, if that's the problem. So, and I know you've talked to people about that and uh, but you have to find ways to make this work. And uh, there are a lot of uh, debt strategies to pay down debt. And I know you use multiple strategies with your clients, don't you? And so uh, there's a lot of strategies. And if you want some counseling and, and Tony, I feel like in this day and age, who doesn't need counseling? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've had it. It's been great. I know lots of people, family and friends that have had it. And I think it's a great thing. So for anyone who's listening and you feel like you could benefit, there are free services out there. And the U.S. Department of Justice has a list of approved credit counseling agencies. So that's a pretty good place to go if you're looking for a starting spot. 
And then there's also the National Foundation of Credit Counseling or the Financial Counseling Association of America. So those are some resources that you can get after if you go, you know what, if I'm being honest with myself, I could just use a little bit more accountability partnership than myself. Yeah. Yeah, we could all use accountability in in many areas, right? Accountability is is always good and helpful, especially when it comes to things, something like spending, right? And so uh, that's good advice. So um, uh, those are credit counseling services. Uh, why don't we take a minute, though, Tara, to let our listeners out there know how they can get a hold of you and find out more information on how to work with you and Chris as financial advisors. That's helpful. <laughs> Tony, that would be great. So for folks listening, definitely give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. If you're ready to sit down and just take that overall look at your finances, looking at your debt structure will be part of that, but also looking at your investment and how you're putting the whole puzzle together. That's 719-210-4242. You can also contact us via our website, www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. If you're listening to today and going, you know what, I just really could use that accountability partner to look at my strategy and make sure I'm maximizing what I'm doing. Because Tony, that's usually with Chris and I, what we find when we sit down with people is they're doing lots of individually good things and all that they're missing is connecting all the dots so that everything is pulling in the same direction together. The big picture, get everything working together. I think that's really important. Uh, And good point. Now we've been discussing uh, getting that debt load paid down, doing something about debt. What do you have for us next? So the next thing I want to get into is a little bit of that conversation, because one of the things that becomes maddening, I feel like when you look for advice is there's advice of every flavor out there. That's true. And isn't that frustrating when you think someone's told you and you have the answer and then somebody else you trust has a different answer? They say, oh, no, that's not it. It's this. Right. And it makes me want to pull your hair out. And here's the reason why, right, is, and I talk about it in my book, Money Moves, that money er, is much more emotion than it is math. And so if you listen to different um, popular talk show radio hosts, they will do things like you want to pay off your house, you want to pay off your car, and then you pay off your credit cards. And that can be true if, if emotionally you're a person who will just continue to run up credit card debt. So like if paying off your credit cards doesn't really move you further ahead because then you're just going to, as soon as you pay them down, you're going to go spend your credit cards again. So you're going to hear that advice. And so when you hear something like that, that tells you to pay off your house or pay off your car, understand that that's talking to the person who is not as responsible with their money, not as disciplined. And I'm not making a judgment. That's just a reality. Know who you are. Yep. But reality is, um, you always want to pay off credit cards first because like a a mortgage is a prorated note and it's already set up so that the way you pay it back, like the first 10 years, 15 years of a 30 year mortgage, you're paying mostly interest first. And then towards the end of the note, you're paying principal. And then with a car loan, a car loan in particular, the, all the interest and everything is rolled into the note right away. So if you pay off your car early, you're not saving any money. Now you're getting a payment off of your plate, but you're not saving any money by paying that off quicker. Right. There's no incentive to pay it off early, really. And so no incentive mathematically. Now I I will just say there could be an incentive emotionally, but it's not a mathematical thing. Right. But credit cards on the other hand are what we have, we call the revolving debt. So when you have a credit card statement, 
when you don't pay it, you keep paying interest over and over and over again on that unpaid balance. Yep. So the interest continues to go. We're like on your, your mortgage, it's fixed. So you're paying a fixed amount of interest. It doesn't change. But on a credit card, you're, it's like you're paying and paying and paying again for the same purchase. Yep. If you don't get it paid off. So you definitely want to look at your credit cards. And what makes the most sense financially is to pay off the highest interest rate credit card first and then work your way down. But you'll also hear people say, oh, no, no, no. You want to take the smallest credit card that you have, pay that off first, and then roll that payment into the next credit card. And again, that's an approach that works, but that's an emotional approach. Right. That's that's because if you're a person that needs to see in order to keep going, you need to see results. So you get you get results like you achieve a goal quicker if you pay off the smallest amount, obviously you'll pay that off and then go, Hey, I did it. Now I can do more. I mean, that's one theory. Uh, and it can work for some people, but like you say, um, really, uh, I've heard from a lot of uh, people that I respect that you want to really the highest interest on a credit card. Like you say, you're just going to be paying so much, uh, financially for that. If you don't pay those down first. And so uh, the way I would cross all of those boundaries is to say the process that's going to work is the one you will do. So if paying off the the smallest credit card works and you're going to get that effect to roll it over and roll it over, do it. If paying off the highest interest level makes sense to you and you're going to do it, whatever you're going to do, the key when I sit down with clients and we look at their debt strategy, we kind of look at it. We talk about a strategy and approach is going to work. We agree on how they're going to get after it. And then we kind of put it to bed. So it's not like a recurring stress all the time. It's like, yeah, we looked at that. Here's what we're doing. And then I just check, check in with them and say, Hey, are you still executing the plan? And if they say, yes, we're good. Now, if people say, Oh, I kind of fell off the wagon, then we got to go back and look at it and readjust the plan. Bottom line is getting after debt. The magic sauce is create a plan and stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Because even uh, there are articles out there that'll say, yeah, pay off the highest interest debt first. And then, uh, but you should maybe start with the smaller debt and pay that off first. So it doesn't always, you know, you hear a lot of, yeah, you hear conflicting things. But what I hear you saying is again, as in every show you, you drive this home the strategy on financial strategies depend on your personal situation. The personal situation, you write down the plan, you create the plan, and then you follow the plan. And then really a good financial planner is your accountability partner because they say, you know, okay, here's the plan that we made. You know, when I, we just did a couple of financial reviews over the holidays and we sat down and said, okay, so last year when we did our meeting here were all the things that you were supposed to go do, how many of them did you get done? And a couple folks got all those things done. So we came up with a whole new list. Some of the folks, okay, that thing we talked about, you really need to get after that. Yeah. And, you know, simple things like, did you go talk to HR and get your Roth 401k set up? Doesn't even cost them any money. It's just something that they got to do that's going to help them make more money. Exactly. I think that's huge, obviously. Same thing with debt. And so, Tony, a lot of my clients we have student loans because they're lawyers and they're doctors and architects and they have a lot of student debt. And I I can't say that that's bad debt because it helped them launch their careers. It's frustrating debt because there's a lot of rules around it. But what we 
while we're getting them investing, because you don't want to wait to start investing, we also have for those clients a very strong debt repayment plan. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like I said, it's everybody. <laughs> These are doctors and lawyers. These are not yeah. just, you know, irresponsible teenagers. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you can get into credit card debt easily. Maybe your car breaks down and you don't have that emergency fund. And it's easy to uh, slip into uh, some pretty serious debt for a lot of people. So you need a plan. And, and why go it alone, too? I think a big key thing, uh, and you always say this, Tara, is, you know, work with a financial services prof- you know, professional like you and Chris to help uh, make this plan, 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 plan is what I hear you saying. I, Tony, that's, uh, you know, I'm a logistics planner by trade in the military and yeah. I've carried that skill set with me to my, my entrepreneurship and my business. And it, it comes with whatever you're doing. When I go buy a house, I'm looking to buy another investment property. I get it all down on paper and I make a plan. Yeah. I think that's huge. <laughs> I think that's huge. It all starts with the plan. It all so. starts with the plan. Yep. So uh, what else, is there anything else you wanted to talk about regarding debt before we go today? Well, just just to kind of sum it up. So if you're out there and you're listening and you have debt, first of all, um, just don't enter a shame spiral that ends up making you paralyzed and not taking action. You are where you are. You're not alone. There's resources. So figure out, you know, do you need to, to get into counseling? Do you need to just sit down with a financial planner like myself to make sure you have a good plan going? Do you need to have an honest talk with yourself about when you throw down your credit card and when you don't figure those things out? And then definitely think about with your with you have a lot of debt, you know, you have student loans and a mortgage and you have a car and you have credit card and you're just not sure to go. I feel like I don't know what the right answer is because everybody's telling me a different answer. Give Chris and I a call because we will walk you through and we'll tell you, you know, you heard, you know, recommendation A because of this and recommendation B because of this. And then we'll help you figure out what's going to be the right answer for you. And that's That's the key is figuring out what's going to be the right answer for you. So what is that phone number and web address for our listeners out there so they can set up that consultation? Sure, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. And the website is www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. And I bet if they set up that meeting with you or Chris, uh, you'll give them a copy of your book, right? If they mention when we have the first meeting that they came to it through the radio show, they will get a free copy of my book, Money Moves. Money Moves. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tara. But we're out of time for today's show. It flew by, but it's an important one. Debt reduction is huge. Uh, Thanks so much. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.